I'm Peter Jones, and welcome to The Foyne Jones Show. This podcast will be combining personality, passion, and our love of football, alongside industry and recruitment news. Our amazing guests will share their personal stories and also explain what they get up to when they're not at work. Welcome to today's episode of the Foyne Jones Show, and this one has got me a little nervous, I'm uh, not frightened to say that. In the studio, I'm joined by two supermums, Holly Louise Funnel and Lara Harrison. How are you ladies? All good. A little bit tired. <laughs> a little bit tired, and we'll come on to why. So this episode, it was a little bit inspired by International Women's Day a few weeks ago, and we wanted to bring to life the the working mum and how that sort of impacts on, on lifestyle and everything. And we've also got a really, really special guest in the studio as well. We've got baby Albie, Victor Spring, who, how many weeks old is he now, Holly? Six. Six weeks old. And he's joining us for his first podcast. How good's that? Is he the youngest possible baby ever on a podcast? I hope so. We hope so. We can make him famous. So, are you enjoying it? How are you, Laura? You looking forward to this? Yeah, I'm good. Don't look so terrified. <laughs> It'll be okay. So let's sort of bring this to life for the listeners. So for the benefit of you know our connections and all the people are now loving our podcast, tell, tell everyone listening to the Foy and Jones show, Laura, who you are and what you do. Okay, so um, I joined Foyne Jones probably about seven months ago now. Um, I've known Holly for a long time. We went to school together and she introduced me to Peter and the team. And um, I work now on a kind of flexible hours uh, plan with uh, Foyne Jones and I, oh, it's working really well for me. It kind of works around my two little... My two little monsters, really. And how old are your two little monsters? Should we, should we bring them into it? Let's say hello. Yeah, so Ava is three, Ava Quaver, and uh, Rupert has just turned one. The Quaver's three, Rupert's just turned one, and they're big fans of the podcast, I'm told. Yeah, they Huge are. Huge fans, yeah. Is that Huge by choice fans. or by punishment? Yeah, right, well, they don't really have a choice, do they? they yeah, don't it's, by, it's by punishment. We'll roll <laughs> with that. Okay, and Holly Louise Final, tell us about yourself. I am Holly Louise Funnel. Mm, you sure? <laughs> I am recent mother of Albie Victor Spring, um, a grand total of six weeks old. I spend my life now covered in sick feedings, not sleeping, <laughs> all the joys of parenthood. Mm. Um, before I became a mother, I enjoyed four strong years at Point Jones, working my way up from junior recruiter to associate director, which is something I've enjoyed very much, and I look forward to rejoining. And a huge part of our success you have been. How's poor Tommy, by the way? He's not been mentioned. You know, you've come in, you, you know, you're speaking about how you are and how Albie is. And Tommy goes Tommy. to work every day. He goes to Tommy work every day. Tommy gets a break. Yeah, I remember that well. I remember that well. But it's, it's amazing, you know, just, just seeing Albie arrive in his, in his carry car or car, car, car carry, what they call nowadays? A car seat. The car seat. You've got the, you've got the uber trendy three-wheeler one, though, haven't you? No. You know? My, car, my, my pram is four-wheel. Is it four-wheel? I know. You is it aerodynamic? It's good. It's, a really, yeah. it's got really good suspension for all my off-roading. Are you jogging with? Are you jogging with him as well? <laughs> no, but I really want to. Okay. And the really good, the really good news, which which made Harry's day out there, was you brought back our head of wellness. We've missed her so much. Heidi, our dog's here. Yes. Has she missed coming into Foyne Jones Towers? Oh, I mean, she ran up the stairs very enthusiastically. Bolted up, didn't she? She, she did. bolted up. Did you see that I, I, I you know, AC, OCD lined all the tennis balls up for her, so, so they're all there. She did head to one one corner of the room with One passion. corner of the room. It's great to have our head of wellness back, isn't it? It, isn't it is, Lara? yes. It is. Definitely. Okay. It's interesting, though, because you, you, you girls, you've worked together, you went to school together, and we're going to bring that to life in the podcast. So we're going to talk about what it what it's like to be, be a working mum or trying to get back into, into being a working 
you, Mum. And we're going to talk about the, the recruitment journeys you've both been in. So let, let's let's draw on that really, and we go back to we start with yourself, Holly. Mm. You know, let's talk about your phone for in Jones journey. So you summed it up, you know, a little bit there, but bring that to life. You know, tell us tell us what you've done over those four years, what you've enjoyed, what you've not enjoyed, and there is bullying in our workplace. So I'm a bit nervous here. Oh wow. Okay. So um, I arrived in Foyne Jones Towers, like I say, four years ago. Um, not. Well, I'd only been a fairly recent graduate at that point. I had a year's worth of experience doing design and sales for a very niche magazine that sold to driving instructors of all people. Very glamorous world that was. Rock and roll. Um, rock and roll. Rock and roll. And then I came and I met with yourself, Peter, who quizzed me mm. at length on my CV, run me through the mill. Little did I know, had already made a decision on my employment and was just testing me. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do, you, do you know about this interview, Lara? I have heard a little. Yeah, bit I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's gone. It's gone down in history because I, um, you know, I was really nice because I'm really nice anyway. But but I asked Holly to to take a little bit of time. This is relevant to you to tell me about the school she went to, or you know, the, the school she was at, and oh, you went to work. You told me everything about this school. I mean, I wanted to go there. Um, after about ten minutes, I, I dropped in the bombshell that my youngest son goes there. <laughs> and I'm a big fan, so like her face dropped, and uh, it was it was almost it was almost done there. But it's been interesting recruiting, hasn't it? You know, sort of thing. You um you go into it from the outside expecting it to be this, and then you realise it's that. And we're we're quite a niche business, so come on, bring that to life. What have you What do you enjoy? I enjoy a lot about it. I think when I joined Foyne Jones, I I had not really had that much experience of recruitment, and actually, I think that's probably been my benefit. Um, really overall I didn't know the sector that well so I really learned from the ground up and what that meant was I did learn through an awful lot of mistakes at the beginning like a child I, I <laughs> kept falling down at various hurdles and it made me realize that um, you know you, you have to just be very honest in the recruitment game and you are going to let clients down at times and people are going to lie to you and you're just going to find that really challenging there are huge highs and lows in recruitment. We call it the re recruitment roller coaster. Yeah, others um, do as well. It's um, yeah. It's, I think Laura summed it up the other day. It's, it's about ninety-five percent disappointment. You said, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. That's a they bit can't, pessimistic. They, I think they, they can't hear you when you nod, Laura. You got to give me a bit more to work with than that. You got to give me a bit more I've to work. Actually, given that my um my godmother's also a recruit recruiter, and uh, she actually said she gave me those stats when I started here. Mm. And she said, "Just be prepared. Don't, yeah. don't, don't let it knock you too much." You yeah. learn quickly to drag yourself back up you the, yeah, the definitely. floor. Definitely. But yeah, I think the, the thing that I learned the most was that there are going to be good things, there's going to be bad things, and taking the bad things on the chin and being able to proactively communicate them in a positive way or as positively as possible. You know, whether that's a candidate that didn't get a job or a client who's got a, a candidate that isn't going to turn up for interview that day or whatever it happens to be. That's the, the greatest thing you can bring to the table because unless you've got that honesty and that trust and the relationship there, it's all for nothing. It's all a bit pointless. Laura, 
from your perspective, what I want to talk about is, you know, you're, you're, you've got Ava and you've got Rupert, so, you know, you, you've got, you you want to get back into work, you want to, you know, explore opportunities in recruitment. What's that like? You know, I remember when my wife was, I mean, Harry's 20 and Henry's nearly 17 now, so I remember when, you know, Jane was looking to, to find work and, you know, back then it was pretty much driven around, you know, school hours or not. So mm-hmm. just, just explain to us how you, you know, how you felt when you, you knew, you, one, you knew you were ready, mm-hmm. you know, to, to come back to yeah. work. And, and sort of the challenges you faced? Yeah, um, coming back to work wasn't easy. I I didn't go back to work between the two, so it was, yeah, it's been three odd years um, since I was last working. Um, it was really scary. I was, I was really anxious about getting back into the workplace. I was really anxious about how I would manage it with the kids. Um, you know, everyone who has children knows it doesn't work the way that you think it's going to work. Things come up, you know. I've recently been um, my my kids are with a new childminder, and um, oh, they just keep coming down with bugs, and it's managing that, and it's finding a way to work that into your into your work as well. It's it's really tricky, but it's been really exciting to be part of something else. I'm not just I'm not just mum, and you know, for thirty hours of the week or whatever it is, I'm. I'm Lara, recruitment consultant, and it's it's so nice to be a part of, and it gives me more to work for, and it it just keeps things keeps things more exciting for me. It's good to hear. I mean, in in, in, in seven months, bearing in mind that, that a part of that was you know really part time, and then it's you know a lot more hours. Mm. You've made amazing progress, and the, the testimonials, the feedback, and the, and the results you're getting are a testament to that. But mm. but more importantly, is, is is I can see, and and everyone who's around you, you interact with, can see how much you, you enjoy it. But but there's a downside, isn't there? You know, and that's and that's that's when you know the the best recruiters stand up and be counted because there is that you know making a difference and building relationships, mm. and and you've got to. You've got to put yourself forward but I want to kind of you know just just draw on something really interesting because you know I'm still close to some people I went to school with some of them I don't ever want to see again some of them I can't see again because they're in a you know they're, they're in her majesty's custody but others you know no, don't really like me about it. it's true I could, you know anyway yeah they're but for the grace of God but but there, there's some that I would cross the road to avoid and there's others that I enjoy seeing and going to football with but but you two are very different because you you kind of were close all the way through school and and you know a little bird told me it was the Bloomsbury house the infamous Bloomsbury House. The Bloomsbury House. Yeah. Well, what school was this at? Can we tell it? Can we tell people? Yeah, we went to St Bede's, which was a very lovely, very we're very privileged to go there. I think. Yeah, I think we definitely. both said that school in Sussex. Um, and we both very much enjoyed our time there. I think as a school, it's very unique in preparing you for the outside world in that it's very long hours. Did it prepare you for me? No, nothing no. can quite prepare no, us no. for you. Right, okay, so you, you know, we, we, you remember the bullying? You know, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we, we committed to no bullying during this podcast. I'm actually scared. I'm like cowering. People can't see, but I'm cowering in the corner. Do you know what I mean? I'll be over there with Albie soon, sort of just sitting there. Well, he looks really beautiful. He's best behaved baby in the world. I don't yeah. know the fuss you're making. Oh. So. Okay, so so great school, friends at school. Yeah. What's it like taking that into the workplace? Because it's Holly's fault you're here. She was singing yeah. your crazies and, yeah. you know. It's funny, we, we talked a lot about it, didn't we, beforehand when the idea first came up. And I think when you're at school together and you work side by side at school, you know, we, we did a lot of projects together. We, we were in a lot of the same lessons and classes. So we, we kind of knew how to have a professional relationship 
Also, we get used to that many hours because we used to do like eight thirty till five thirty anyway. <laughs> so and Saturdays. And so Saturdays, we were used yeah, to, that was fun. We were used to having. It's such so different much to my time. education. You know, yeah. I went to I went to to the school in Fulham and I was called to trying to get out of school. Yeah. You know, so I was trying to break out and you guys oh, just no, left I mean, it. We, we used to. Sweaty. No, the minute we learn to oh, drive, listen, we're going to come on to we're going to come on to school days in the quiz. I've got a little, I've got a back to school school disco oh, type no. quiz that well, we couldn't do football. No, no, that, that, so would have just that, that was a deal breaker. <laughs> a deal breaker straight away. We can talk about Laura's Laura's husband's team, but yeah. that's not going to resonate with the listeners no. really in the no, Sussex Saturday League, is it? So, FC. Yeah, and Holly supports Fulham. You know, because no, I don't. Well, you know, don't tell people this because they ask me about it on the phone, and I have no clue what to say. But, but you, you had a sign. We put a signed uh, fixture list above a above a desk. Me and Harry did. did we, yeah, we said it was all signed by the players, but we'd signed it. They think I didn't realise that. They think I'm stupid. <laughs> Uh, how's our how's our fantasy football league team doing, Holly? By the way, I, I actually keep thinking about it every summer. I, I can't make no like subs. I don't know the, the passwords, <laughs> so I can't make any subs. Oh, well, sometimes I see some of our key players on like match of the day, and I think, oh, yeah. must be doing. I don't well. think there's any Fulham players left in our team. No, well, is there? that was wise, wasn't it? If we wanted to be successful, <laughs> let's be fair. Yeah, so I can't make no subs fantasy league. So I'm no. dropping, yeah. I'm dropping down That's the right. table. But right. uh, maybe she'll let me into the password. Never you know? know. But it's it's really interesting because one of the things I've been I was talking about the other day is that February was was really interesting at Foreign Jones because in about a four or five day period uh, one of you got married and one of you had a baby so yeah. that was like ba-bang that three was days a, it was that three was, days so, so that was a momentous three days wasn't it yeah. so uh, how was your wedding Laura? it was great thanks yeah, yeah I drank way too much did way too much dancing way too much singing and I I felt sore the next morning so mm. yeah so, you know, you're, you're there, you're celebrating that, everyone's talking about you, brilliant, and then Holly goes and does that. And then she just goes and yeah. pops out a baby on us. Yeah, I think because I danced too hard at I your wedding. I think that's what it was. I, I, did see the I did see the mum bump dance. <laughs> <laughs> the little shuffle across the dance floor. <laughs> you can see this. So, so we are going to go back to your time at school, all right, mm-hmm. because the Foyne Jones penalty shooter is going to be like a school disco quiz. Um... And you've both been asking what questions I'm going to ask, and mm. I'm not telling you because I don't know yet. I'm going to make okay. them up when we get there, but okay. I do know really, but I've been holding them in. But what I want to talk about as well, from, 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 being, from being, you know, Holly a new parent and Lara, Lara a parent now, just the, the difference it's made in terms of, you know, be, being flexible in hours. Because I remember when, when, when we met and we were talking about some of the interviews you've been in, um, many businesses you spoke to in recruitment and outside of recruitment were like, well, if you can't work nine to five Monday to Friday, there's no point you being here. Yeah. I mean, was, is, is that really the, the, the world? There was a lot of, there was a lot of, you know, I had interest, but it was, we want you, but we want you for the whole time. And if you can't do that, if you can't make that work for us, then we're, we're not interested. And it's really disheartening because there's not many positions out there that have the flexibility that I do at the moment, you know, that, mm. It just doesn't happen, and my kids are still so young. They're not at school age, you know. It, we still have things that I need flexibility for, and it's just it's not out there. Like unless you're doing a, you know, a weekend job or an evening job, mm. no, there's no real kind of career opportunities where that flexibility is available. It's interesting because from a from a business owner's perspective, the flexibility works both ways. Because I'm I'm probably working thirty hours a day, eight days a week at the moment. 
Holly always shakes her head and doesn't believe me when I say this, but <laughs> but we do we do work we do work long hours, and sometimes being available outside of the traditional working day makes a massive difference. Mm. And and you've had some great success where you've been you know arranging to talk to people, whether that's through yeah, video, whether that's at the weekend, you know, talking to them when they're not at work's yeah. made a massive difference, it hasn't really it, in does. terms of engaging with people. And people are more open to talking with you when they're in a more relaxed environment you know if you catch somebody at work and it's you get shrugged off quite quickly you call them when they're at home and they're a bit more settled and relaxed you have a much more open conversation they give you a lot more and you get a lot further and that's what that's what i found you know, especially recently, talking to people out of hours, it, it works really nicely for It is a cultural shift and employers do have to, you know, it doesn't work in every organisation, it won't work in every business and you do need to, you do need to make sure that it's it's okay for mm. you. But, you know, we, we, we go big on the, you know, we will combine flexible hours, we will use innovative video technology and, and we try and make it results driven. So mm. for me, those days of wanting people to be clocking in and everyone on the phone, the, the, the game's changed, the world's changed. So recruitment and our approach has got to revolve with it um, and, and that, that gives you something powerful mm. if you can be there to be there to work with people but six weeks into, into being a mum Holly mm. are you missing us? <laughs> <laughs> no I, I mean the thing is I miss my I had a very strong work ethic before mm. didn't I I was here a lot I this was my life mm. I, this was what I did day to day at the moment six weeks in I don't have time to think of anything other than mm. A little boy that needs me twenty four seven, maybe a couple of extra hours if I can squeeze him in, you know. Mm. So it's not really a question. So of the pile, do I of, paper, miss so you? The pile of paperwork we've got out there for you to like have a little shifty through before you leave. You, yeah. You're going to walk straight past that, I presume. Well, no, I'll always have a little okay, yeah. I can't But yeah, no, I think that's the thing. Mm. It's not a case of do I miss Point Jones, do I miss you guys? It's not that. It's mm. it's do where do I fit that in right now? No, and you're going on the most magical journey that, that any anyone can the go on. One. You know, I'm I'm a parent and you know, it's uh it's fantastic and it and it is a challenge and if we could be part of that and we can make ourselves flexible to enable parents to to come and work with us and we've got some positions that we'll talk about later here which are part time there's some maternity cover there's some real flexible hours which which might open up you know opportunities to people that are sitting there going I'd love to work in that market I'd love to do that sort of but, stuff but but I can't yeah. do it and and that that's kind of where it comes from but how's your horse Holly by the way how's Danny he's well is he missing me yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've house. let him down badly, to be you fair. Have. I mean, you False said, promises you know, once again. You, you yeah. told him that you were going to be there for him day in, it's day out. It's been a bit wet, though, isn't it? Yeah, and a bit windy. He's really needed you. Yeah, yeah he put it out. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, there you he's go. really yeah. needed you, and you've Laying just not yeah. been there. I'm a right fair weather. I'm a right fair weather with the pets. When when the sun's out, I'll go yeah, running right. down the river with Heidi at lunchtime. <laughs> I'll come back, and I'll tell everyone it's my dog. Mm. You know, because she's so well he does behaved. Do that, I do it all the time. Yeah, all the other dogs are yapping around. We run back. Come on, Holly, my dog's so well trained. Yeah, and I come back and tell Holly that, and she's she's seething, but a bit proud. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A bit proud, aren't you? I'm always proud of Heidi. Yeah, I thought he's proud of me. Proud of Heidi. Oh. There we go. All right, so so we're gonna, we're going to move on. But let's kind of let's kind of talk about about the, the journeys you're both on at Foyne Jones and what you're doing now. So Holly's on maternity leave, and and, I, and I've said this to lots of clients and people, everyone who spoke to me. You know, when you when you you had Albie and you, you went away, it's kind of like we've been in said, It's like losing four employees at once mm, because yeah. you kind of you kind of run the business. You know, run the run the kitchens, bedrooms, and bathroom team. You know, kind of do anger management and counselling for me when I'm you know when I'm in a, a disappointing place, a demotivational place, mm. we should say. Boots me out my own office. Let's go and calm mm -hmm. down. Um, when you're back, no pressure. Well, I I don't 
don't really know right mm. now. I'll be honest. Take your time. Yeah. Um, I think... I think doing work is something that I'm keen to get back into ASAP. Mm. You know, I see that in the next couple of weeks, really. But I'm very conscious that I'm I'm one of these people that will probably overcommit and I don't want to do that. Mm. So it's going to be a, a conversation between you and I about managing that workload and making sure that I don't overcommit and then let people down. I'd rather, you know, the other way. What's the, what's the, the phrase? Under promise, over deliver. Under promise, mm-hmm. over deliver. I'd rather do yeah. that. Let's be transparent. Let's make it work. And whatever, wh- wh- wherever it pans out, you'll be coming back, and we'll make it work. And and I think just to end the uh, end the first section of of the Foy and Jones show with the super mums. You know, with the Bloomsbury super mums. I don't know whether that's good for the school or not, but we'll just yeah. we'll just roll with the Bloomsbury super mums because we're going to get into the dark secrets of Bloomsbury yeah. House later. Um, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> she can't wait. You know, let's 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 put it out there. You know, we 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 we've been, from my perspective at Foy and Jones, you, you girls have been absolutely fantastic. It's great to have you both around. And what what I want to say is that from the from walking through the front door, you know, Holly, you know. F- Four, five, four years ago, five years four ago, years. four years ago, Lara, you know, you're in the first year, you're making a massive difference. So long may it continue. Thanks. Thank you. You are so welcome. Albie, your mum's doing all right. <laughs> <laughs>
Dear, oh dear, oh dear. Laura, in your time at school, what's mm. the thing that you took away the most? What did you enjoy the most at school? Oh, I loved the music. Yeah. We had so many amazing opportunities. Did you, you come through the school all the way up, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I was at the, the prep school as well. So, um, oh, we did, we did so many amazing performances, didn't we? If you think back, like, some of the... We went, we, we went to New York. We did go to New York. We went to New York on a choir trip. As you do. As you do. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Barbados on a netball trip. Oh, it's just amazing. Did you make that netball team? No. No, okay. Holly well, didn't make that no. netball team. That's in the team. I couldn't have paid my way there either, <laughs> I don't think. They were keeping me firmly at home. <laughs> no, I, I mean, we did um, inter-house music competitions and what were some of the things? We had a Michael Jackson one. What else did we have? Elton. Elton John. John. Oh, it was just so good. Elvis Presley one year. Presley, yeah. And you know, Abba. and you know, like the houses have got their own like hierarchy. You know, yeah. you've got like head of house, head mm-hmm. girl, whatever. So who's the highest? Who, who, who sort of? Oh, uh... I didn't get. I didn't get. Any Was you naughty this. step, though? Yeah, I was a bit, especially Why? in my How latter years. I don't really know. Went off the rails a bit. Yeah, but I, see, well, I went the other way. I started off the you rails. You got a bit swatty. Yeah, up in and uh, sick form. Yeah, sick form. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, I didn't. I, yeah. I mean, you've taken that into your working career because when her, we we did a show, a brilliant show about apprenticeships a few days ago, and Harry was, you know, I oh, was a distinction hashtag one, and I was thinking, yeah, I know, Holly put a bit of input into some of your course work because you couldn't help yourself, could you? <laughs> she, was, she was actually trying to like push him away. Let, let, let me see this. And then when, when Henry, your youngest, used to come up for homework club, I used to love doing a bit of GCSE business. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, there you go. You know, so 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 I can guess that's where that's where it is. But but this this is this is a great question, really, and it's it's so important when when you were. When when you were at school, when you were getting mm. career advice, and you know people say, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" I, I'm, I can't imagine either. You said, "I want to be an amazingly successful recruiter for Foy and Jones at that time." Mm. So, what did you want to be when you grew up, Laura? I wanted to do like music management, maybe something like that. But I was never really sure, so I just kind of bumbled along and just I I never really committed to anything, and then yeah, it just kind of. Music management, not quite sure. Oh. Holly Louise Farnham, what about you? So throughout my schooling, I wanted to be in the police. I remember this. <laughs> I, I remember this. I was going to see if she changed it or not, because no. there was shock and horror on my face during <laughs> yeah. the interview when this arrived. <laughs> I did. I wanted to be in the police. And then when I got into um, like actual exam times and choosing what I wanted to do at uni and things, I thought that I would just become casually the best film director <laughs> in the world. <laughs> that would be my, my future. <laughs> But you're taking you're taking the filming and uh, in that into your social media and your personal brand and some of the stuff we do here, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. It's not quite the. Uh, it's not quite Hollywood, is no, it? No, no, no. It's not it's quite, not quite cinema, Hollywood. Cinema screenings yeah. and stuff. But um, where did the police thing come from? I, I don't know. I always wanted to do that from when I was really, really very young. Yeah, it is interesting. And wasn't you an award-winning cyclist? Cycling proficiency in primary school. Well, I mean, oh, I mean, you, I mean you, so, you talk about it yeah, so proudly. I was picked. It's because I was such a devastating moment in my life. I deal with Laura. I deal with this. So yeah, primary school cycling proficiency. There I was picked out from everyone in the in the teams to go and represent the school or East Sussex or something at Hurstman Zoo Castle in the cycling proficiency championship. Amazing. And I the championship. I couldn't go, and I was so sad. The prize was like a trip to America or something. It was devastating. Mum didn't let me. 
Never I mean, holding I mean, against you. I'd know, never let it go. We, we can ask for mum to put some comments and, and, you know, when she listens to the show and tell us <laughs> why that was. But, you know, we can't look back. We've got to look forward. Sadly, I think it's because we we've got, we've got to look forward. So, I mean, what's coming through, though, is that, you know, you, you, you two went to a fantastic school. So, you, so you've, got your, you've got your grounding, you've got, you've got your worldliness, and, and it does teach you to be, to be a great person. But you can't do that without your own drive and your own determination. And, and, and being parents, you know, I'm a parent myself, but particularly being, being a, being a mum and combining that with a career, mm. uh, Lara's starting to make it happen. Holly, I've got absolutely no doubt you'll make it happen. Mm. That's the end of the Foyne Jones quiz. Do you enjoy that? Mm. It was interesting. Yeah, I mean, neither of you told the truth on some of the stuff. <laughs> there was no truth over the boys <laughs> and stuff like that. I mean, you, you know, anyway, not, not, for the, not for the podcast, perhaps. Not for the podcast. Okay, so so that that's 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 more or less the end of today's Foyne Jones show. But it's been it's been nerve wracking for me because um, you know I feel I feel intimidated, but outnumbered. I feel outnumbered, intimidated. But Al, Albie's <coughs> Albie's got my back, and Heidi's out there wanting wanting to come in because she's back. She's back, and she's uh, she's enjoying being here. But I think from from my perspective, you know what 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 you've brought into this episode is personality. You've brought the realities of life. You've brought the realities of being a working mum and being a new parent, and that and that moment of truth when oh my god, you know I'm I'm going to have a baby. You know I'm going to go on maternity leave. What will that really mean? And you see some you know you see some mad things on on around International Women's Day. Which kind of inspired this podcast, where people were putting letters from the seventies and sixties, where they, you know, well, we're really sorry because of your condition. You know, we're going to have to let you go. I mean, that, I was born that in really seventy. I was born me. in seventy-five. That's not that long ago. No, when I was pregnant, when people referred to me as having a condition, oh, I wanted to punch them. Mm. <laughs> It's mad, it's Don't. mad. But that, that leads us on to that leads us on to some opportunities here, okay? Because you know, one of the reasons I wanted to to do this show was to tell your story, Lara, to tell Holly's story, and just you know, you know, she says she's had no sleep, so we thought we'd get her out of the house and, yeah. and we get Albie around Absolutely. as well. And and he's got to be the best behaved baby in the world. It's so good. Not, what is not, this? Not, not, even not a murmur. He just needs to come into the podcast <laughs> yeah. every day. I, I was I was saying to Lara, I'm going to have to talk softly. That's yeah, not really be, yeah, it's not really my style. She goes, well, you, you never talk soft. You do like so. Yeah, I maybe that's going in your favour. Yeah. Maybe he likes it. Yeah, I know. Listen, I remember having Harry, who's out there, he's six foot two in one of those, and like trying to tiptoe to the car and driving round and round for miles to get him off to sleep. And then, then you get back to your drive and you think, well, what do I do now? Yeah. Engines off, two Sit steps, yeah. you know, away you go. But 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 that's good. But but I do want to end the show by by thanking you so much for coming in. It's been brilliant, and and hopefully it brings a different perspective onto what working at Foyne Jones and working with me's like, but more importantly, how it can how it can help others. And we are recruiting at the moment, Lara, aren't we? We are. We yes. are. We've got three positions. No, no disrespect, Holly, but one of them's to cover your maternity leave. So that's a <laughs> that's a temporary position for for someone who could do four jobs at once. So they're quite hard to find. So we, we've narrowed it down yeah. to we've narrowed it down to an in-house or an agency recruiter who who's local to us in Sussex and, and wants to give us a you know what come join us mm-hmm. for a few months. But then we've got two other positions and. Rather than people hear me talking about them, I thought, Laura, you can you can talk about these positions for us. Okay, so um, we are also looking for somebody to join us part-time as a resourcer. I think for us, hopefully you've heard, um, personality is really important to us. So we're looking for someone that will really fit into our team. Um, you know, motivated and, and hardworking, but um, enjoys enjoys a busy office, enjoys um, having, a, having a, a good day and has got a good sense of humour. Um, 
um, somebody that's <clears throat> kind of on the ball and um, could really vamp up our social media as well. So. Could, could arguably suit, suit a student, couldn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. Somebody, somebody that's switched on, that's what, that's what we need, really. It is. It's, it's, it's all for detail. Uh, being able to communicate, articulate yourself. It's not about academia. It no. genuinely isn't. You know, we, we're going to want them to fit our personalities and have fun. And you know, the big thing there is to share in our success. It could be a great starting starting place mm. for someone. Whether they're they're between university, whether they're in that you know Devon and Deep Blue Sea. I don't know what to do. You know, come and have a chat. Get in touch with us. That, that's one of the positions. Um, and secondly, I guess um, we're looking for a recruiter a bit like. What I'm doing at the moment, um, working flexibly. So, somebody in a similar position to me, um, uh, young children needs flexible hours, trying to work around the school run. Um, somebody that's motivated, maybe somebody that's been a recruiter previously and is now looking to move back into it and get back into work. Um, again, personality is exactly what we're looking for, really, isn't it? So, mm. um, we kind of we're open to making it work for the right person. It's interesting because we, we only we only put these positions out at the start of the week and we, we were very, you know, with, with Callum, with Callum's help, we were really cute in terms of letting people know that, you know, the part-time position is really part-time. The flexible hours are genuinely really flexible. It can mm. be a couple of days in the office. It can be working remotely. It can be It can be, you know, whatever you want, whatever you want. Because mm. for me, if we could combine, you know, creativity in terms of approach, we can focus on what we need to do, which mm -hmm. is build relationships and, and, you know, do something life-changing for people and, and, you know, get get our market generating and developing people you can do that from all different environments now um there is there is room for someone and you know i think i think it's the you know it's a term sometimes used by some of the real smarter people in recruitment that there is there is room in businesses for a super mum a super biller you know a part-time person that's got all the talent but can only apply it at certain times. So we don't have to think Monday to Friday. We don't yeah. have to think eight to six, nine to five, or whatever that works out. We can build something around the person. So that's kind of where it is for me. But Holly, it's been brilliant to have you on the show. Thanks. You played a big role in setting the podcast up, mm. getting the moving. Callum's took that on, and he's you know he's rocking and rolling with it now. But getting you into the show, Albie's waking up. Albie's waking he up. He's, he's timed it perfectly. Lara, Holly, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having us. You are welcome. That is the end of today's Foyne Jones show. That's the Super Mums from Bloomsbury House. <laughs>